Hello, ladies and gents, and welcome to Things Explained Podcast. Today, we are talking the illusion of existence. Is it or is it not? Let's get into it. Happy hump day, ladies and gents. Hopefully, this podcast will get you through another Wednesday or whatever day you're listening to this on. I promise I'm not trying to be too cynical with this episode, but I really think that it's fun to pick apart your brain and talk about weird things that only weirds out surface thinkers, honestly. So this podcast is definitely for deep thinkers or people who love to think critically, or at least this, just this specific episode. But I'm definitely curious about your thoughts for this episode. So make sure you comment on social media and leave me your thoughts. And also, I am so sorry about there was no episode last week. I was really just spinning my wheels on exactly what I wanted to discuss for this episode and other episodes going forward. I know ever since we switched to the new format. Things have sort of gotten a little squirrely for us. Um, do you hear that in the background? Hopefully you don't hear that. You probably do. Hold on, let's let it pass. <laughs> okay, we're good. Um, I was really spinning my wheels on exactly what I wanted to discuss. and um, But we're definitely all good now. Uh, the new format kind of made things a little bit squirrely for me. And there's so many things that I'm into and that I love to talk about. And I think that's why I wanted to rename it to Things Explained instead of that conspiracy chick, because there's so many things I would love to talk about. And I think Things Explained take us out of that box of just talking about those specific things and uh, appealing to an audience that really just likes one specific genre, which is just conspiracies and politics and things like that. And I, sometimes I don't want to discuss those things. Sometimes I wanted to discuss films or television or philosophy or something like the illusion of existence. So um, yeah, I'm glad we are definitely good now and going forward, there will be an episode every Wednesday. So let's get into today's episode, ladies and gents. And we're going to start this with definitions because definitions and meanings are important because if you don't have a real grasp on the individual words and what they mean, it's going to be hard for you to grasp concepts as a whole. So what exactly is illusion, right? Because we're discussing the illusion of existence. So we're just going to break that down just a little bit. So illusion is... It is a misleading image presented to the vision, perception of something objectively or not influenced by personal feelings, interpretations, or prejudices based on facts unbiased. Existing in such a way as to cause misinterpretation of its actual nature, a pattern capable of reversible perspective. So what is existence? Pretty simple. It's the fact or state of living or having objective reality. Again, objective is not influenced by personal feelings, interpretations, or prejudices, or in an existence is just life in general. So historically, throughout philosophy, there have been two concepts that philosopher ha- philosophers have used to categorize existence. As you can probably already guess, existence has always been a hot topic. <laughs> Because God in philosophy has always been a hot topic and those two go hand in hand. So those two categories, you have realism, um, realism philosophy, which is 
the view that an object or a thing really exists and has certain attributes independently of what people think about it. In other words, realism is the view that an object or thing has mind-independent reality. So our ne- our second one is idealism, and that is the metaphysical metaphysical view that associates reality to ideas in the mind rather than material objects. So it lays emphasis on the mental or spiritual components of experience and renounces the notion of material existence. So those two sort of are the complete opposite of each other. And we just had to mention those before we get into it so you can further understand how philosophers categorize existence in general. So let's start with the theory of perception. So you might say that things are because we perceive them or we see them. You know, your dog exists because you can see your dog. You know, your computer or laptop exists because you're listening to this on it, right? Because you can see it, you can touch it, you can hear it, you use your senses. But what if I told you that perception is false and that we cannot truly rely on perception or our senses for the basis of existence. Let me just explain that a little bit. (laughs) So you remember that meme that went around a while back. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, then there will be that meme up on the screen. But if you're just listening to this uh, as a podcast, I'm going to explain it a little bit. So that meme that went around a while back, that was like, Either it was like a shirt or a dress or something like that. And it had like, what color do you think this is? And you had, I think it was either like red or gold. And some people saw red or it was like red or blue or something. Oh, it was blue. And then others saw gold. And different people were commenting what they saw. And um, people thought other people were just trolling in the comments. But literally everyone just saw either or color. It's been a while, but it was that was back when Facebook was still cool and everyone still had Facebook and was using it before Instagram and TikTok took over. Then you have some people see the rain as annoying or terrible or like an inconvenience to their day or their life. If you live in the UK or something like that, it's like dreary and rainy all the time. So it's just kind of gives you that bleak reality or some perceive rain as beautiful and dark and alluring if you're from texas like me you know where we i mean we get a lot of rain but not as much as a place like the uk so whenever it rains it's we see it completely differently than what somebody in the uk would see it as so if we all see the world objects things independent from one another how can we rely on our senses to tell us if something exists if Each of us have a different perspective of the world around us and we perceive things differently in our brain, then how can we know something actually exists? Perception is purely a form of belief. I see it there, so I believe it's there. But what if the other person next to you doesn't see it there? What if they don't see the same thing you see? Does that thing really exist? They perceive it to be not their reality. Who says you're right and they're wrong? That's the thing, right? So we all have this objective view of the world and we think that our own reality is right. Like everyone was arguing in the comments like, no, it's blue. No, it's gold. And everyone thinks their perception is right. 
But it's not because that other person sees it as that. And that's just how it is. They see it as something different. They don't see that thing there, but you do. So who says that your eyes, your sense of taste, your your sense of hearing, who says that your senses are the right one and theirs is the wrong? And who says theirs is right and yours is wrong? So if you can't rely on that basis, then you can't really rely on perception as the basis of existence. It's the same reason why we criticize conspiracy theorists for believing in these, what people label as these fanciful fanciful things that they perceive to be true. Who says that their reality is wrong and yours is right? So, you know, you can say you believe it to be true or you've seen the opposite. So you can say, I've never seen, I don't know, like, a Bigfoot or an alien or something like that. But what if somebody has? <laughs> you can't say that, no, I don't believe that to be true. It's not It's not right because I've never seen it. Well, they have. So their reality is different than yours. So they've seen the complete opposite of what you've seen. What would you say about reality then, you know, when it comes to mermaids and Bigfoots and aliens and stuff like that? You know, I'm not trying to get into the weeds here about what things exist and what don't what doesn't I'm just trying to outline that everyone's perception of reality and existence is completely different than yours and some people have seen things some people have it so you can't rely on the senses to say okay I exist because I see or can you <laughs> or can you I'm 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 look I, I'm getting I'm getting you to see how your perception of reality is based on something that can change and the metaphysics of change states that change is inherent in every aspect of reality or being actually change occurs in every sphere of human life and activity and so if things are constantly changing and people's perceptions are constantly changing then how can you have that as the basis of existence and reality? Perception is purely a form of belief, the same reason why many people don't believe in the existence of God, and many reasons why people do. You know, if you talk to a person who believes in God wholeheartedly, like devotedly, they would say, they would say something like they've had an experience where they've experienced God, they've had a feeling come over them, or they had an overwhelming sense of whatever they had an overwhelming sense of, and they knew that God exists, or there's so many other reasons why many people say God exists, but it always starts usually with the feeling, like an overwhelming feeling, like um, I needed to change my life, or I got this overwhelming sense of something, or I, something came to me in a dream, I had a... Uh, I had a almost near-death experience, different things like that. Now, I'm not one to say that we don't exist, right? So this is all going to tie together. But oftentimes we try to place this grand meaning on existence and go on our whole lives trying to chase this grand meaning when it all really has no meaning. For me in this episode, I'm trying not to create a cynic, but rather unveil the notion that existence isn't this grand thing that has this impeccable meaning that we all have to strive for. So with that being said, let's contrast the above of what I'm talking about with one of my favorite philosophers in the entire world that had a saying that ties this together. He says, I think, therefore I am. 
Rene Descartes had this amazing way to prove his ideas by destroying them only to build them back on themselves. He would break down all the reasons of why not so he can slowly build the inherent truth. So uh, let's talk about I think, therefore I am. The fact that we dream dreams for Descartes says that our senses aren't always trustworthy. Have you ever woken from a dream and thought, man, that seems so real, right? Like, have you ever sworn to have witnessed something when someone else swears they've witnessed something else? Again, sort of what I was talking about earlier about your senses and how you can't really rely on your senses. So where does that leave us? If the authenticity of our experience can occasionally be doubted, then that was enough for Descartes to dismiss it as completely, absolutely unreliable. That our senses can sometimes mislead us without our knowing suggests that they could mislead us all the time. If we cannot trust information obtained for our, from our senses, then how can we confirm existence of the external world? Or maybe nothing physical exists at all and that this is all one big hallucination, everything is an illusion, a figment of some mental realm or that we're living in some kind of simulation that everyone loves to believe these days. We're all being simulated by some like Matrix One like cognitive functions run by the machines or something, but... But Descartes doubting this leaves us with the concern that perception might not be reality, that our reasoning abilities are not necessarily reliable, and that our experience is not infallible and has no bearing on the existence of the external world. So all that that I just talked about was Descartes' first meditation. So let's get into the start of his second meditation. He says, I have convinced myself there is absolutely nothing in the world, no sky, no earth, no minds, no bodies. Does it now follow that I too do not exist? No. If I convince myself of something, then I certainly exist. But there is a deceiver of some supreme power and cunning who is deliberately and constantly deceiving me. In that case, I too undoubtedly exist. If he is deceiving me and let him deceive me as much as he can, he will never bring it about that I am nothing. So as long as I think that I am something. So after considering everything very thoroughly, I must finally finally conclude that this proposition, I am, I exist, is necessarily true whenever I put it forward by me or conceived in my mind. So that's where we get the I am thinking, therefore I exist. In this declaration by Descartes, he assures himself of his own existence. It is possible to doubt the existence of your own thoughts because in fact of doubting you are thinking. It is impossible to doubt the existence of your own thoughts because in fact you are thinking you are doubting. Even if you doubt the reliability of your senses, and even if you doubt the reliability of your reason, the thinking part remains true, right? However wrong you are in your estimation of reality, you can never be wrong about the fact of your own existence. Because in order to think you are wrong about doing something, there has to be a you that exists to be wrong. 
so hopefully you guys are still following me. It's kind of a little bit of a of a mind fuck, but we're it's it's it makes sense, right? So Descartes establishes his based his solid foundation for certain knowledge. A thinking mind must exist. So if we have the knowledge that we exist just by being able to think, can we know that other people exist just the same? Well, with that question, Descartes really doesn't get that far. He actually goes on later to prove the existence of God. That would be an interesting episode to do, which is just proving the existence of God from a philosophical standpoint, not from like a Christian standpoint or like my own thoughts, but just from a philosophical standpoint, what philosophers have said about the existence of God and sort of do like this. I, I really like the idea of doing this Descartes like method, which is completely destroying the idea of something only to build it back up on the foundation of it being destroyed. I like that. I like that idea a lot because you disprove a lot of theories in doing that. So I think dependent existence is in fact an illusion, but independent existence is reality. So if your if your existence depends on other things, like your senses, what you see in the external world, it's in fact an illusion. Like it, it's an illusion. If your existence exists based off of another person's ex- existence, then it's an illusion. It's not real. But if your existence are independent from all of these external forces, then you in fact exist because we're independent minds and independent souls, independent creatures. And this makes a lot of our world seem a lot smaller when it comes down to it, actually. But it also takes out, it takes us out of the box of the vast world around us. It's like, looking up into the sky or peering out to the ocean, you can see your insignificance to the world around us, whether it exists or doesn't exist. Not your, a lot of people get kind of weird when I say, when, not when I say, but when people in general say about our insignificance compared to space or the ocean or something like that, something bigger than ourselves. And it's not to say a lack of value, but our significance to the things going on around us because we exist independent from everything else. We really can't confidently say everything else exists, but what we can do is say we exist because we are thinking things. We think the things around us. We, we, we have a mind to think, is our existence an illusion? So again, to round it out, If our existence depends on the world around us, external things that our senses perceive, then we are in fact an illusion. Our reality is an illusion. But if we are independent from those things and we exist solely in ourselves, then we can say that our illusion is not a reality. Hopefully that makes sense, guys. Hopefully I explained that right. I tried to break it down as much as much as possible. But reality, speaking about reality and existence is a rabbit hole in itself. And it's hard sometimes to prove that. And definitely like I, I want to do the existence of God one based from a phil- philosophical standpoint. That's going to take a four freaking ever to try to get through because 
every philosopher from the beginning of time has tried to prove the existence of God from Descartes to Nietzsche to Plato to Socrates, like all of them have tried to prove the existence of God or gods because you have people like Socrates and Plato and Aristotle who believed in many gods, right? They believed in the gods. So, but they also have a very interesting philosophy on piety towards the gods and why we devote ourselves to gods and things like that. So maybe one day we'll definitely do that. It definitely would take me a while to research and put that episode together, but that would be interesting. Again, reality is just a rabbit hole that you can constantly tumble down. Whether you believe in God, whether you believe in the Big Bang, whether you believe in absolutely nothing, then it still is a rabbit hole that you can get lost on. So uh, that is it for this episode of Things Explained, ladies and gents. I just got the other day, I just got this notification that we're doing really well on Apple Podcasts. Like they sent me this email. So that's really amazing. I appreciate each and every one of you for your support on Apple Podcasts. And wherever you listen to podcasts, if you're listening to this, be sure to follow us on social media. Those will be linked down in the description. And we have a new episode every Wednesday. Again, sorry that there was no episode last week. I was just spinning my wheels again, like I said, um, on what I wanted to speak about this week. Sometimes that might happen. Sometimes I might get a little bit of a writer's block and just can't mentally put together an episode. But if you follow us on social media, you will be updated when those mental blocks happen. And I will at least try to put out maybe like a a super relaxed episode where I just sort of talking about my life and what's going on and how I'm feeling about my life and what's going on and, and the world around me and different things like that. And so on that same note heads up i will be moving to another country in about a month or so so episodes might slow down for a week or two but i promise we will be up and running again and once this podcast grows like i will be totally down for doing these episodes are really short anyway but i will totally be down to do just like a quickie episode just updating you about my life and um living in this new country and exploring and what I've what I found in my travels and who I've met and just and it's not just me blabbing on about my life but just from a life standpoint you know I try to look at everything from a philosophical standpoint so it would definitely be just what I've learned and what I'm doing and just just different things like that so um but follow us on social media and I will definitely update you um when I will be moving because probably for like two weeks or so there won't be any episodes unless I can figure out a way to make my brain work and (laughs) be able to record multiple episodes and then keep them out for you guys so there will not be a lag because I'm trying to stay consistent with this really trying to stay consistent but on social media I'm super consistent thank you guys for over man, we're definitely way over 5k on TikTok. So that's amazing. And uh, Instagram is slow and steady, but definitely go follow us on Instagram. I'm trying to start posting a lot more. I definitely post a lot more on TikTok because there's just so many more eyes on the TikTok. 
but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting slowly getting consistent with Instagram and doing both. And then of course we have YouTube where occasionally you get to see my face. So I'm not gonna promise that, and I'm just rambling here guys. I'm wrapping it up, I promise. Um, you probably, you, every week you won't get to see my face. So there would always be like an audio version released on YouTube if you just listen to your podcast on YouTube. But every now and then there will be like a shortened version of the podcast where you get to see my face and you can see me talk about these things and connect with me better because I definitely read all the comments on YouTube. If I post something, I'm going to go back and look at all the comments. TikTok is a little bit harder to do because there's just an overwhelming amount of comments. So I just kind of can only look at the first couple or, or sort of like peer through all the comments and comment on the things I find interesting questions and stuff like that so definitely follow us on youtube as well because there will be not only full length youtube videos of the podcast but i'll be doing like shorts and like small videos of me just talking about things that i love whether it's movies or explaining just different cool concepts and it won't be it's not some stuff won't be full podcast worthy but it's just like a small, a short video, like a five, 10 minute video worthy. And so I'll post those on YouTube or I'll do a quick short and definitely always am posting on social media, whether they're my videos or videos that I think are interesting and that the world should know about. So go follow us anyway. I did like a friggin' five minute spiel about, <laughs> about uh, social media, but definitely go follow us. It's fun time over there. Again, those are gonna be linked down in the description box. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode, ladies and gents. I hope you got something out of today's episode. And as always, take care.